0: When buying or selling a business, there are a lot of points to consider, from a tax standpoint to hiring the right employees and management team, especially if you won't be involved in the daily operations of the business. You need to set realistic goals, analyze how the business is performing, and make sure that everyone in your business has a common direction in mind. Welcome to The Michael Saunders Show. Host Michael Saunders and co host Warren Whitus are here to answer your questions with a high level of expertise and knowledgeable guests. Now, here are Michael and Warren.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Michael Saunders Show. Tonight, we have an amazing individual that we're going to speak with. His name is David Irving. Uh, I'm Warren Whitest, your co-host, along with Jesse Jameson, co-host. And the host of the show is Michael Saunders. And, uh, Michael, uh, would you take over and speak to David? And he's a really great guy, so we're, we're really Fortunate to have him on tonight, and we want to hear what he's got
2: to say. Hey, Michael! Before you start, he's more than a great guy. He's the former Dallas Cowboy. Former Kansas Dallas a. Cowboy, Chief David. Dallas, and, and, <laughs> and
1: we're we're originally we're we're uh, having this from Dallas, Texas tonight. So nice, Michael. All
3: right, Michael guys, this is Michael Saunders, David. It's good to have you on our show. Before I get started, I want to tell you that I grew up in Florida, it's of course. what I would mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. but i lived in tampa and i lived in a very very private club which i'm glad to say most of the Tampa bay football team lived at and i've become good friends with some of them and i know it's way before your time but this one particular (laughs) guy was a dear friend of mine running back for the tampa bay buccaneers ricky bell unfortunately (laughs) he's passed away but we had great times he was just a great guy. And what I want to bring up with him, as we all know back in those days, Tampa was not very good at the state. We had a very long losing streak. They had student body right, student body left, running with Ricky. Ricky got beat up every Sunday so bad that he could barely walk. He had a condo next to mine, and I would see him one day I came up and tapped him on the shoulders. Say so you had a great game. He fell over. He was so beat up. Wow. And he said, I mean, I know what he went through because we were good friends. Mm-hmm. He knew he was taking parts of his life away just because he was getting beat up. So, so I feel what you're going through because I saw my dear friend going through it. Um, uh, I got to know a lot of the players. John McKay was the head coach. Mm-hmm. Doug Williams I got to know. He was the quarterback. Very, very nice guy. So I had a great experience with the Tampa Bay Buccaneer football team. But right. I do know what you're going through as far as your body. The day after has to be horrible. Yeah. Because I remember how the guys were. I had a restaurant and supper club, and they would come in. They could barely just walk much less eat. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go back in time, but I want to let you know. Oh, no, it's all good. I feel how you feel and what it went through. And also, a little bitty trivial note, my daughter was a junior Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Oh. So I sat in those stands and did all those little grunt work stuff that we dads had to do for <laughs> games. So I know what it's like to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader family and I was sort of a family because I was a dad that yeah. did all the gopher work Say, hey Mr. Saunders can you do this can you do this yes I did So M- Michael
2: I thought for a moment you were going to say you know what it's like to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader <laughs> uh, no but
3: I got stuck in a tunnel with them one time and boy it was freezing cold and let me tell yep. you those young ladies were not happy <laughs> and when we found out why we were stuck in a tunnel. The money truck was coming in. Everything got locked down. So it was so funny. Those ladies, uh, very nice, but they were very cold. But anyway, yeah. get get back to that, David. Uh, I think we all know you were at Dallas Cowboys and the situation. We all know. We think we know. And I wanted to ask a question. Was it you left the Cowboys? Was it because of physical ailments? or just what was going on with you at this time and the reasons for you to walk away like you did, in your own words, please. Was it concussion related or
4: I'm sure so you've had concussions, most I've had plenty of concussions, yes. Uh, so I've been playing football since I was seven and we didn't have all the concussion technology we have now, you know, so I mean I've had countless concussions and the NFL probably reported about ten had others that, you know, I I played through and just didn't report. Uh, But, you know, besides the job being very physically demanded and very hard on your body, uh, something I was dealing with was the drug policy. So the NFL prescribes me painkillers, which are like hydrocodone, uh, Xanax, Ambient, Seroquel, Gabapentin, all these drugs. And I smoked weed and they uh, suspended me. Uh, they took all my money away. They defamed me on a national level, and they actually sent me to a rehab center.
2: For I had to weed. for
4: months for smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. So I had the first one. You know, I, I come back. You know, then I uh, I'm going through my year, having a pretty good year, and then I have another drug test the next off season, and I fail it. So I decided, um, you know, I'll step away. There were a lot of other things I, I can't really speak about legally right now, but you know, it, with everything that happened, it led me to step away. You know, I didn't agree uh, with the rules. I, I didn't want to be taking all these pills. You know, it's it pharmaceuticals. They're lab made. They're killing people. People don't know this, but the opioid epidemic killed seventy-two thousand people last year. Yep. Yep. And now you're forcing me to take these pills. You know, so for me, I'd rather choose plants over pills and. The NFL didn't allow me to do that, so I, I had no choice but to uh, step away, make a sacrifice, and I'm fighting to make a change.
3: I did not know that, David. It's, I'm glad you brought that up and said that. Uh, makes me have a really different thinking about you, not that I had a bad one. I have, a matter of fact, a good one. But I'm mm-hmm. more impressed with your decision and your stance on this when most ball players making the kind of money well, – I don't know what you made. That's no, no way's business – but to make the kind of money that professional ball players make, to walk away for this kind of defiance, I think is really, really respected by me and most people for what you just said. I did not know. I'm glad we had you on here to set the record
4: straight. Thank you. And, yeah, this is, this is bigger than smoking weed. This is bigger than football. You know, this is something that really needs to change, and someone's got to step out and, you know, say something. You know, so thank Thank, you. Thank
3: you for saying what you did, because I'm going to be honest with you. I came in with this meeting with you open, but I'm thinking, why would you give up a professional football career? But after I do know a lot about the concussions, Um, Ricky had a lot of concussions. and I've had other friends that have played professional football. I won't go into detail that, Have so many concussions as they get older, their life has changed forever. Yeah, forever. Realize how bad. I used to think three concussions were bad. I've had six. I'm 65. I can tell you right now, I will tell you honestly, things change as you get older, in my opinion, from concussions. Definitely. Well, I appreciate you talking to us about that. I think you've shed a lot of light from an international standpoint because we go all over the world, and I'm glad that we had you talking about this because most people do not understand how severe concussions are and other parts of concussions. It affects your whole, not just your brain, but your body. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when you're walking at 65? Or I can't. Your kids, it's scary. Or, or playing with your children, I can tell you, at sixty-five things just don't work the same. Much less if you play football like you played, and what you've been through, it's going to make people think about what you're doing. Especially, in my opinion, other football players, they've got to think about it. Because I go back to my dear friend Ricky Bell. The man could yeah. barely walk yet he's being paid to go and get beat to death on a football team that was not winning, had a low – in my understanding, in my memory, of course, I'm 65 and that goes some, had the longest losing streak in professional football history. He would be beat, beat, beat. I got to meet a lot of the football players, and some of them are not around now, and I won't go into what you and I are talking about, but on my mind, I think it had a lot to do for them not being around now.
4: In their 60s, they're gone. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, something else I want to touch on. We're talking about concussions. CBD is actually a neuroprotectant. Really? And a lot of people don't know that. I, yeah, know. It's a I didn't neuroprotectant. know that.
3: I want
1: to hear all about your CBD product because I'm very interested
3: in that. Now, how did you find out about this? Or the, did you do research? You have people do it for you.
4: I've done. I've factual? done some research. Yeah, this is factual. It's a fact. We have these receptors in our body for CBD, and it uh, it does a lot for you, man. And you would think the coaches would want us to have it. For example, inflammation. You know, mm-hmm. they'll give you a, a narcotin and some tramadol or something like that, where you could just smoke some weed. It's all natural, and all these pain pills they give you, all all these sleep meds, anxiety pills. None of those things are neuroprotecting like CBD. And since football players are, you know, susceptible to concussions, uh, you would think it's common sense that we're able to medicate with CBD and marijuana. Yeah.
2: Did you, um, David? This is Jesse Jameson. Did you yeah. did you have any Thoughts on options you would like the NFL to maybe look at besides opioids? Because I agree with you. It's kind of sad when we have an opioid epidemic and then all of our heroes, because let's be honest, you know, even with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, I'm sure that you went right when you became a cowboy, you heard about names like Tony Dorsett and yep. Randy White. Right yep. and and now poor Tony's dealing with CTE issues or at least he thinks he is right. He can't remember last you know week, let alone you know yesterday. And yeah. you know, so if it were up to you in a perfect world, what would you want the NFL to do as far as options other than opioids? Because when you're talking weed, isn't CBD not necessarily THC? Or is yeah. is there is there difference? Yeah,
4: so you have a so you have a, a nug of marijuana right here. If it's, if it's good, heavy indica, you'll probably get 20, 20, let's say 22% THC and it might have 1.8% CBD, but yes, there is a way you can extract it and put it in the oils and tinctures and creams. So that way it's only CBD. Um, so CBD, it, uh, does not have a psychoactive effect. You can't get high from it. So what's your opinion on that? What, what do you think about that? I think that it should be legal, uh, Quite frankly, I don't think of weed itself as a drug. Yeah. I think it's a, a medicine. It's an herb. God put that here for us. When you let, let's let's think about it. No one has ever died from it. We have an opioid epidemic, killing seventy-two thousand. No one's ever died from Enough. marijuana. Yeah. I ever.
2: believe. I believe in the Old Testament. There's a part where God even said the green herb is good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff, it's good stuff right? The green herb is all good. So. so yeah.
4: This is ours. We should be using it. I feel like the problem is they can't tax it. They don't want. Oh, us to- that's true. That's true. I will tell you. It comes the down 70s, to dollars. Mm-hmm. There was a reason
3: why very few seventy young people got in fights and stuff. We were all happy. We were not on drugs, but we did smoke marijuana. And yep. I've been to Jamaica. I've been in the field strictly for batonic reasons. But uh, I will tell you, I never. The whole time I was there, I did not get any violent people. They were all cool, nice, uh, like to party, like myself. Uh, yep. So I, I have you really have changed my way of thinking about this because I'll be honest with you, I was like, well, this, this person here, he's going against structure, the tradition. It's got to be wrong. But the more I listen to you, you're a very smart young man and you've yes. done your research. I'm very impressed with you. When Thank they told you. me you were going to come on the show, I was like, like everybody I've listened to, uh, I have changed my way of thinking. And I, hopefully a lot more people have changed their way of thinking and have an open mind about what you're saying. Because you, one, you seem like a very nice young man, very educated young man in this product. And I think it's going to change a lot of people's thinking. I know mine has changed. and. Yeah. I'm really happy that we talked to you because I want to meet you someday. I want to be able to talk to Definitely. you and share about my thoughts on it and my past with my friends from the 70s football players where they're at now because you know already what I'm about to say. A lot of yep. them are in bad shape. A lot of them are in wheelchairs. A lot of them have crushes to
2: walk. Uh, Michael so, – Michael, you said at 65, you've had six concussions. Yes. David Irving, you are 26 years old. Tell the public how many concussions you've had, and out of the number you've had, how many were football-related?
4: So out of the number I have that that I'm going to tell you guys, all of them are football-related. In the NFL alone, I've had about 10 concussions uh, that I reported. Uh, There's been probably – Hell, 10, 15 others you just don't report because you can play through them. And that's not even counting when I played growing up. I played every year since I was seven years old. So, honestly, I couldn't even give you a realistic number outside of those two. Hmm.
2: I've gotten my bell rung once or twice, and when I did, David, it was by people that were in my same 150 to 170, you know, pound weight group. (laughs) You've been hit by the world's baddest, strongest offensive linemen just real quick before we go to break, who's the baddest, strongest offensive lineman you had to deal with in practice, college or pro? In Practice.
4: All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you a guy from college who's in the, uh, the league now. We call him Ko uh, Kalinshi Ossemly. He plays for the Jets now. He started with the Ravens when they got a Super Bowl. He's about six eight, six nine, about 345 pounds. Ouch! Very athletic. And then in the Cowboys, it was, it was definitely Tyron Smith, man. Oh, it, yeah. Huh. I mean, he's 6'8", 345 with a full, full eight-pack. <laughs> it's like, how do you – you know, It's not much you can do. He's strong as hell, but he can move his feet too. So, I mean, he gets his hands on you, and you pretty much – you're done.
1: Well, gentlemen, we, we've got to go to break real quick, just just a few uh, minutes, and because um, I, I would love to hear more about the NFL and what you've experienced there, and also the CBD, because that that really went when uh, they said CBD, I went, oh, I'm interested in that because I take that every day, yeah. you know, and we'll I, I want to I hear more about it because I hurt every day in my shoulders and stuff, and, and uh, but I would love to uh, hear more about that and your product. So we're going to go to a quick break here, and then we'll come back. the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com.
0: a brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others if you have that courage then brave hearts radio with brian reinbold is for you even if you aren't yet you'll want to still tune in to get inspired create your own story to share and change your life for the better listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere.
5: All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Have you become a member yet? You are listening to The Michael Saunders Show. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. That's sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. Now, back to The Michael Saunders Show.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to The Michael Saunders Show. Uh, Our guest this evening is David uh, Irving, and our co-hosts are Jesse Jameson, Warren White, and, of course, the host is Michael Saunders. And, David, just before break, I mean, there's a couple of things we'd like to, to discuss this, this next segment. And one that's dear to me is the difference in all – I take CBD. I, I think it helps, uh, at least in the pain for shoulders, knees, whatever. And But I think you probably have a lot more knowledge in that area, and maybe you can give us some idea and some definitions of different products that you sell, but also maybe – enlighten us on some of the other products that are available for people who have issues with pain and really don't want to use opioids, you know, something that's very, very addictive and also can, uh, you know, causes, you know, 70,000 deaths a year and marijuana I don't think has ever taken a life. So if you'd exactly. please just let us let us know that and educate us on that, please.
4: Yeah, sure. So yeah, weed itself, you have THC and you have CBD. Yep. THC has a psychoactive effect. That's the recreational feeling, the high you get. Mm -hmm. Then you have CBD, which has no psychoactive effect, but a lot of medical benefits. You can extract it now to take purely CBD with no THC in it. Uh, That's a product uh, that we're going to be talking about later. I've opened my own line on that. So with marijuana itself, you have indica, you have sativa, and then you have hybrids. So indica is the stuff that you smoke and you don't want to move. (laughs)
5: Your body's buzzing,
4: you're you're, you're lazy, you're just relaxed. That's indica. More of a body, body high. And then you have a sativa. Sativa is the head high. That's the part that gets you laughing, giggling, your creative juices get to flowing. Uh, Been there, done that. Great mood. And then you have a hybrid. A hybrid is a a strain of weed where it has both of those properties. There's some indica and some sativa. Mm -hmm. Personally, I like to go more of the indica. I, I like it for the body filling, and uh, typically indicas have more CBD content than uh, okay. sativas do.
1: Okay, so for someone who has aches and pains, so the most effective would be indica. Uh, for someone who has just constant pain in shoulders, knees, you know, definitely uh, L- arthritis, indica. you know, which you're you're going to get when you get 65 or, in my case, 67. But uh, so that's what you would suggest, or you would recommend the indica. To I would uh,
4: definitely recommend the indica, and I would recommend taking your CBD daily, uh, like a vitamin. Keep it and get it in your system. Keep it in your system.
1: Warren, Warren, I take the oil. I take the oil. What What is your recommendation on the oil? Because I I I take the oil every morning and and at night as well. It seems to help, but I'm not a hundred percent
4: certain. So this is oh. my product. I don't know if you can see it.
1: Great packaging.
4: Okay. Irving's Hemp Co. Yeah, it's different. Never really seen a packaging like that.
2: Nope, not like that. Now, yeah, hold on, that, D- David. We didn't quite hear that clearly. Give us the name of your company again.
4: Irving's Hemp Co. So my last name, yep. Hemp Co.
2: And what's your website? Uh, this website for this one
4: is not up yet. We're <laughs> launching. We're doing a big release party. Uh, so it'll be launching in the next week and a half. We want to do things right. A lot of people just say, oh, I have this product, and they go put it out there. They don't have the inventory. They don't have anything. That, right. uh, we're making sure we're coming out the right way because we plan to uh, make a pretty big impact, so we're going we're gonna to do this the right way. So that'll be out in about a week and a half to two weeks. So, Our, uh, another product I have out, Cannabis Passport. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this a around social media. Have not but this is uh, what I came up with after leaving the NFL. So it's a pack of uh, rolling papers, and it comes with 100 papers and 100 filter tips. Now, if you guys use joints at all, you know that uh, a lot of packs don't give you the filter tips with it. Uh, Ours come with 100. That's twice as much than you'll get with anyone else. Everyone else is giving you 30, 50. We're giving you 100 papers and 100 filters. Now, what makes us unique? Well, one of the things that makes us unique is that uh, we print on our filter tips. So this is not just for recreation use. This is an advocacy piece. Uh, we have a magazine. It's the first rolling paper magazine. All our filter tips are printed on with soy ink, and they're made in the form of a magazine. It's uh, empowering. It has advocacy notes. It has stuff about prohibition, uh, the failed war on drugs, how opioids are bad for you. Um, so that, that's something I've been working on.
2: You know, I, I got to mention something. You said that you have 100 papers in each pack, correct? Yeah. What's the pack cost? About three bucks. Not So uh, it's not bad at all, very, right? So, so, so we,
4: we, did a, re, we actually went into a smoke shop and shot a little video. Uh, I had to get two packs of raws, three packs of elements to equal up to one pack of my cannabis passports. And we're cheaper than them by two dollars, at least. Raw's way up there.
2: Awesome. So here's here's the reason I brought that up. Back in the day, I don't want to date myself, but back in the day I (laughs) would buy these zigzags, right? That's the most famous paper or at least it was, right? I I really wonder if there was fifty papers in there because I (laughs) I felt like sometimes there wasn't that many papers because you know you
4: wouldn't wouldn't notice. Give them
2: 42. Yeah, give me. I felt like I got 17 of them. Sometimes I was like, "Was that really 50 that I went through?" Yeah, but that was. But that was back in the day. So, um, Michael, you had a, you had some more thoughts that you wanted to share with uh, with David.
3: Yeah, David, what you, you really have enlightened me because I'll be honest with you. Uh, even though I'm 65, I still feel young. I'm still pretty good shape. Work out a lot. Look I try, but. <laughs> Uh the concussions do come back on you. I will tell you that. And, and hopefully you won't experience it, but there's a good chance you will. Oh, yeah. Is you just have to, I mean, it, it's something that you deal with, but you wish you had now. Uh, mine did not come from sports. Just believe it or not. I'm not a physical person for as fights, but when it, the, the, the ones I got into turned very bad because there were other people involved Uh, a woman and a child, uh, I will always get involved in that. So things happen in life and you're going to have your concussions, but I don't think people realize they will stay with you and then they'll raise their big old ugly head over father time. So what you're doing, I think, is a very, very alternative way to help deal with it. Then somebody like me, I didn't deal with it. Now I'm having to deal with it because the laws were so strict back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, So I think you're, I'm totally blown away. One, I think you're a very nice young man. I think you've got a very good head on your shoulders. And I believe you're a caring person. And I did not know that about you until we had you on this show. I hope to keep in touch with you because I think you're a young man that would like to get to know better and hear more about your story. And I'm so glad that you came on our show because I didn't know. I agree. Way, I the agree. The way you are and, how, yeah. sensitive you. and yeah. how smart you are. You are a smart young man.
2: Hey, and I um, wish you the hey, best. Hey, Michael, you and I were talking before uh, we had David come on, just before the air. And we were talking about how, David, I don't know if you know this, but ESPN and the different talking heads and the and the YouTube videos – they make it sound like you did something crazy. And the more I'm ta- listening yep. to you, I feel like you made a conscientious you know, choice or decision. So here's the crazy thing, though. I'm 43. Uh, Warren and Michael are both in their 60s. But you're in your mid-20s. Yep. And one of the things that, that comes with the gift of youth is the gift to change your mind. Is there a chance we see David Irving in the CFL or the NFL again in the future? Is there a chance or would it only happen if the NFL loosens its stance on marijuana?
4: Both. There is a chance and it is going to be after they change the laws because they're going to change them. We have our CBA coming up soon and uh, they're definitely going to change them. They know they have to. Since I came and stepped out and made my stance, I've had tremendous support. Other NFL players that are still playing have hit me up. I have had I get a lot of support from recovering addicts. I get a lot of support from military or ex-military. So they're going to change it. And yeah, there's a chance I might be back. You
2: know? Is there is there an addiction aspect to what you're dealing with? So I know you're pro-marijuana, you're pro-CBD, but you, you just said you've had addicts reach out to you. So let me ask you this. When the NFL thinks you're choosing marijuana over playing, is that something that's kind of one of the weaknesses you have to deal with? Or do you really look at it as in, hey, it's either this or the opioids? I'll give you the mic. Not
4: not at all. So when I said uh, recovering addicts uh, support me, you know, I went to rehab. So I'm in here with a bunch of guys who have been on opioids and worse, and they're laughing at me because I'm in rehab over marijuana. Um, the support I get is from recovering addicts who have had these horrible, um, addictions to all these harsher things. And now since they switched to CBD and marijuana, they're off of those things and they have, uh, they have no desire to go back to those drugs. You know, everyone says, oh, marijuana is a gateway drug. You do marijuana, you do all these harder drugs. That's not true. That's an old way of thinking. And it's been proven. So many people. I mean, there's actually rehab centers that are, are um, going to start integrating CBD and marijuana uh, so people can use something safe and have a safe alternative to get off of those killer painkillers, you know?
2: I was and- just going to say it would seem to me that we could make a positive out the out of the gateway uh, comment. Why don't we make it where we help people gateway off of opioids and coke and meth hey- as and I get said, them on some weed or some marijuana, I agree.
4: As I say, marijuana brings you back to the gate. It says I you agree. The drug,
2: you start <laughs> with it, and then you go all
4: the way in the gate with all these harder drugs. Marijuana brings you back to the gate.
2: Hmm. Have any of you guys ever heard of uh, Charlotte's Web? I have. High CBD yeah. strain. So, the cool thing with Charlotte's Web is there's been kids that have been afflicted with childhood cancer, right, David? Yeah. And and something like Charlotte's Web can literally make it where it, it's kind of a game changer. They It, it helps them want to eat. It helps them feel less nausea and pain. And yep. it basically helps them be themselves. And exactly I, think that's, right. I think that's the one thing with traditional hardcore drugs like the Cokes and the meths and the this and the that. People really lose themselves. Not so much with, with marijuana, though, I don't think.
4: Not Do at agree? all. I agree. Not at all. I mean, if they're giving it to children who have cancer, I, I don't see how, as a 26-year-old man in the NFL, I can't enjoy a joint and continue to get the, keep doing my job. You know, they, they sure love me in, uh, in training camp or at all their practices, everything they scouted me, every game I played, I was medicated. You know, I don't see why because you guys find out now it's this big deal. I'm labeled a drug addict. I'm getting fined by the league. You know, it's it's ridiculous, man. You
3: know, I'd one be- thing I have to say about that with what you said is how many of – and I'm one of them. I'm a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. How many of us are doing alcohol? They're far worse shape. Oh, yeah. I mean, marijuana, you just feel pretty good but you're not to where you don't know how to drive. You can't walk. Exactly. You can't have rational you're not decisions. Impaired. That's you're not right. Impaired. Yeah. That's the word. And so my way of thinking has completely changed. I still think everybody should do whatever they're going to do in moderation and the situation they're yep. in. I don't Definitely. care what you're doing, but don't go taking a drive with your kids and go through a busy, just have common sense. So don't do those things no matter what you're doing. Exactly, Uh a personal experience in the 70s. Uh, I never did crazy stuff concerning this. And we all do crazy stuff when we're young. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, you have to be rational in what you're doing, the place, and the situation, no matter what it is. But I've seen a lot of bad things where people get drunk and their mind is completely disoriented
4: of what they're doing. Yep. So I agree with you on that subject. Thank you. And I don't, I don't know how much time we have, but uh, I just want to share something else with you I left out that I think you'd really appreciate. We're both very passionate about CTE. So uh, the cannabis passport deal, uh, we're actually giving, uh, we're raising funds and we're going to be donating to a CTE study and how CBD can and will and does help uh, CTE, how CBD helps with CTE. So we're going to be donating. It's a Harvard study. Uh, we've looked up plenty of places to donate, uh, but it's definitely around CBD and CTE because, as you said, this is it's shaving years off of our lives. And uh, thank you guys for the outlet. This has been a great talk, uh, very good platform for me to, you know, spread the word and uh, I guess just explain myself to everyone. Well, you educated us, and hopefully you educated the public
3: not just nationally, but internationally. Uh, I have been really impressed by you, and I hope soon to meet you in person uh, and hear more about what you're doing. I'm very impressed with you, sir.
2: And we want Thank you on you. again in the future, yeah. David. Oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we, we'd love to have you on. We,
3: we want to know your
1: progress, and uh, we've only got a, f- a few seconds here left, David, but we'd love you to, to uh, give your company a shout-out And uh, we're going to track you because I'm I'm very very interested in CBD and anything else that can take pain away without getting addicted to opioids of any sort. Amen. So I mean I think I think you're on the right track, and I appreciate all the information that you provided tonight. And uh,
2: what's the name of that? What's the name of that company? One more time, David.
4: Thank you. So we have Cannabis Passport. You can check us out at www dot cannabis passport uh, or catch awesome. me at a tramps uh, at a Champs trade show. I've, I've partnered with them, and I'm going to be at a, a trade show on uh, Monday. Is it in Denver? And it's another one in Chicago. And I'll be there in person, spreading the word about cannabis passport and getting people to join the movement. Okay, Again, well, great. If w- you ever get
1: to Dallas, give us a shout. We'd love oh, to have definitely. you back yeah, on. Yeah, I'll come in. Yeah, you know, we'd, we'd love to see you in person and talk to you more and and let us know how your company's progressing. But it's been a great right. chat. I love it, and uh, you're you're a good
2: young man. And uh,
1: I hope I wish you the best. I really do. Thank you, thank you. It's
4: been a blessing. Thank you all. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.
2: See us on the other side of the break.
4: All right, sounds good.
1: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio.
3: VoiceAmerica.com.
1: Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past present and future he'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else football and beyond sports info um is heard mondays at 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific on the voice america variety channel
5: have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk.
0: VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Michael Saunders Show. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com That's sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com Now, back to The Michael Saunders Show.
2: Thank you, guys, and welcome back to the Michael Saunders Show, guys. Warren, Michael, I don't know if you agree. I thought David Irving was awesome. What a great guy, and I hope he really does take our invite and come back in the future. We'd really love to speak with him again.
1: Yeah, I was really impressed with him. He was—he was really for a young guy. He really had his facts together, and uh, you know, came out very credible.
3: I, th- I think I'd love to have I, him I back on with the show, Warren. I was very. I, I had an open mind, I just did not have enough information, but the more he talked, I realized he was sincere about what he was talking about, passionate, and he had a positive attitude about it, which I really appreciated, and I, it was very informative. I had guests talk to me later, and I said, you know, he sounds like a w- real, genuine person about what he's doing, and look at what he gave up to do this, so... That yeah, I, I originally really in it.
2: I originally thought it was just a selfish person making a stupid decision, and then after speaking with him, I realized this guy is anything but stupid. He's very intelligent. He's got his head on his shoulders, and more importantly, he's still young enough where he can change his mind, and that's his right. Speaking of changing your mind, you know, some people have changed their mind from smoking to vaping, and I don't know if uh, Warren and Michael. I don't know if you guys have been hip to the news lately, but seems like every other day I'm turning on world news with my man, David Muir, and I'm finding out that yet another person around the country has died through vaping. And I don't know if you've heard, but it seems like whenever our state governments get involved, their thought is, well, let's ban vaping flavors or let's ban, you know, vaping period for a three-month period and see what happens. And I think there could be some negative repercussions with that. You know, the last thing we want is for kids and young adults to be trading in the vaping uh, products to go back to traditional smoking because I can guarantee you over the past month or so a lot more than 20 people have died based on traditional tobacco which leads us to our next very important guest Olivia Mannix of Canabrand. Olivia thank you for joining us. Uh, We just uh, spoke to David and he was kind of talking about how He thinks that there's better options for the NFL to look at than, you know, maybe handing their players opioids and different painkillers. And he thinks a great option would be something like, you know, cannabis or THC related. You're a little bit here for a little bit of a different reason. Number one, uh, you know, there's a lot of people around the country that are kind of a little anti-vape right now. Everybody thinks it's going to give you popcorn lung and, and make you sick. But you have something that you'd like to mention about that, so I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you, Olivia Mannix.
6: Sure, and thanks so much for having me today. I I, I just, you know, it's been really troubling to, to professionals in the cannabis space because we work so hard to legitimize and legalize cannabis as well as educate and inform uh, the general public about it. Um, basically, this is really just taking a huge step back for us because. Having the industry be regulated and having there be um, restrictions and laws and this that, and the other for different companies is so important The, the deaths are i mean it's really surprising that there were these deaths that were um, you know so close together and, and just like this huge news hit that happened so i'm it's really unfortunate and tragic and awful and I send my prayers and love to all the the families and people affected by this, but I really think that there's something else more to it, uh, such as there being products that are bootleg or on the black market that are actually not regulated, that are actually killing people. So that reinforces the fact that we need to have a regulated industry. And many of the vape pen companies, the packs, the Jetties, the Bloom Farms. They all have 100% pure cannabis-extracted oil. They don't use any fillers or anything. Uh, I personally have been consuming vape pens for the last eight years. I'm an athlete. I go on runs. I do all sorts of different uh, sports, and I haven't had any issues at all. So, it's again, I think it's really the big players in the tobacco industry that are trying to call out um, – the va- va- vape pens because it's feeding into their their margins and there's over 480,000 cigarette deaths a year. that why aren't we talking about that? So it's it's just it's really crazy to me.
2: Did I understand you right? And I'll let the guys ask the questions they want to ask as well. But it sounds to me like you did a little black hawk concert black helicopter conspiracy there. Are you <laughs> saying that you wouldn't be surprised if big tobacco maybe had a little? pool with regards to all the media attention on these vaping deaths
6: you know well news is news and i'm a pr specialist and uh publicist and i know how things work and it's basically seeming that way so i think it's just some propaganda to scare people it's using you know scare task tactics to, to get people to not again like the, the the cannabis industry and we're always the ones that are um working overtime to, to educate and inform and, and be there so it's it's uh it, it's 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 kind of odd that that's happening right now,
2: you said that there's four hundred and eighty thousand some, some odd deaths a year from tobacco and tobacco related products, so the reality is that means that over any given month you know we have tens of thousands of people that are succumbing you know to the long term effects of tobacco, whether it be cancer, yeah. emphysema, yeah. or what have you and I've so heard the reality. So the reality is, it sounds to me like there should still be something that we should want to do other than just reaching for a traditional tobacco or cigarettes. Warren, was there anything you were wanted well, to do? Well, I, I just
1: wanted to say, I, I've heard those numbers as well. And I believe those numbers that there's somewhere around 480,000 people that die every year from, from cigarette smoking, whether it be, you know, lung cancer or whatever, it could be primary, secondary smoking, but, but still, there, and there's, not, there's, there's really no one talking about it because- it's just pure economics. All that's taxed. You know, what is it, what does it cost for a pack of cigarettes these days? I don't know, five, six bucks and every dollar or so goes to the U S government. So, you know, what they, they're benefiting from it. You know, unfortunately it's hurting the insurance companies and Medicare and all the other people,
3: but uh, it's, it's I have a thought on that guys don't mean to interrupt you on, but um, cigarettes have been around forever. Yep. they've been drinking I mean smoking it forever and I have never I just don't believe in smoking my father died of a massive heart attack and he was a smoker all of his life uh, I believe if it keeps going it's never going to stop the way it is now because it's it's like a giant snowball I'm talking about smoking cigarettes I think it's horrible in my own personal opinion I've seen too many people lose their lives lose their their voices, all these horrible things that can happen smoking cigarettes. I've seen it. I believe it's a horrible thing to do. But it's so massively taken. So many people use it. It's going to be tremendous to try and slow it down. But on the other hand, we're in an infant stage of this. And I think with the right people behind it and marketing, the good and the bad parts of it can mean tremendous because I think what you're doing is so well done and you're putting information out for people you are making people to think about it before they go oh yeah I'll do that and but I didn't know all this until you were talking about it just now I, I knew about it but not as important as I got with Yeah,
6: and absolutely Bands have been around for I don't know 15 years at least yeah. and we're just hearing about all these deaths together at one in within a week or two weeks so it's pretty fishy to me, um, and it's pretty interesting that now the states are banning sales. Well, you know what? That means that there's going to be even more bootleg black market bait pens on the market, which is going to kill more people. So it's not doing anything. It's just it's counterintuitive. Right.
3: I agree with you 100%. Doing what they're doing now is just going to make it more black leg up exactly. yeah, exactly. no way. it's <laughs> going to happen that way Dude. I mean they're going to try if the more people come down on that's just a human nature but they're not informed or they would stop this at least step back and say is this something that's going to harm me or harm a loved one or somebody I care about that's what people like you are helping get the information out and people like us hearing what you had to say, I know I'm completely changed now after listening to what you were talking about.
2: Warren, what did and you want think to add?
1: Well, I, I just, I was curious is if Olivia has heard anything about what, what particular ingredients are they finding in these vapor uh, cylinders that's, that's killing these young kids? I mean, is there, or is it a multitude of other drugs that they are taking and that, that just pushes them over the edge? I, I don't know. I don't know if yeah, it's- So
6: actually, I do know. So it's basically um, vitamin E is found, uh, which is an uh, uh, a oil that should not be vaped, um, as well as uh, food grade vegetable oil. Again, things cheap, that. Cheap not fillers.
2: Be vaped. Cheap and they're fillers, all- right?
6: Absolutely. And then people that are taking, um, they might be taking a cannabis tincture, which should be ingested sublingually or swallowed, and, and putting it into a vape and, and ingesting it that way which is not the way or it should be intended to do. So basically, there's just a, again, it goes back to the cannabis space being so limited in how we can market what we can say, claims, this, that, and the other, being restricted from big billion-dollar industries, clearly trying to suppress us, yeah. and we're not able to, to, to get the information out accordingly because we're not allowed to. So it's just, we're always pushed up against the wall and it's it's really difficult and challenging. So I don't, it's it's just something has to give here and we need to, to get a break.
2: So again, in case you're a listener that's literally just tuned in, Olivia Mannix is joining us from CannaBrand and Olivia, basically what, what we're talking about here is that we're looking at the vape industry like as a whole, it's responsible for killing 20 some odd people in the past couple of months when in reality... What you're saying is that each and every one of those deaths more than likely is going to be traced back to a fraud, a black market product. Tell us a little bit about Brand, uh, which is obviously your company that you work with. Tell us a little bit about what they do maybe to ensure that you're not going to get a tainted tincture or some sort of vitamin E or you know, cheap filler that, that equates to you know, a dangerous situation.
6: Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I started Cana Brand back in 2013, right before adult use was legalized in Colorado. And I created the company to legitimize the space, to help companies with their branding, their messaging, their information, their advertising, this, that, and the other. So everything, visual visual marketing, I've done it. I've been in the space now for a long time. Um, so, in terms of what, you know, suggestions to, to, to our listeners, if you're buying a vape product, make sure that it has um, a lot number on it, a serial number on it. If you're buying it from an authorized retailer, you're um, doing your due diligence on what, you're, on what you're purchasing and not just getting something from your, your, your pot dealer if you're in a state that's not legal for, for, for cannabis yet, um, or... You know, just making sure that what you're doing is above the line and 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 just being safe.
2: If you do your due diligence, there are ways that you can at least check. And like you said, checking is at least trying to be as safe as you can possibly be. How does somebody visit you? How does somebody contact you? What exactly is your website?
6: Um, it is Canabrand, C-A-N-N-A-B-R-A-N-D dot U-S or dot co. Um, and we can also be reached at info, I-N-F-O, at canabrand.us for any emails or questions, um, and then also on Instagram, canabrandco um, is a great way to, to, to DM us if you have any questions or want to talk or have any opinions.
2: And we would all recommend here on the show that you actually do go and and visit with Olivia because she could give you a lot of education just by visiting her website. Olivia, one of the things that Warren and Michael do with Lesden and Associates is they help people that are ready to retire and walk away from their business. So since you help a lot of uh, cannabis businesses set up, we're going to tell you the same thing we told David. Let all of your cannabis businesses know that if they ever are ready to retire and walk away, that's when they would actually contact somebody like Lesden and Associates and somebody like Warren Whitus and Michael uh, Saunders. So with that being said, we're so happy that you did come on the show. I wish that we didn't have this situation with all these people that have passed, but the reality is we're going to find the bad guys that have done this. We're going to seek justice some way, somehow. I just hope that uh, we find out that it's not too far spread. You know, right now there could be tainted packages in someone's closet that they're just waiting to sell.
6: And one more thing, if you're a proponent or an opponent to cannabis, it doesn't necessarily matter. Regulation and legalization of of cannabis in general works. It keeps it off of the streets. It keeps things like this from happening. So whether you like it or not, it's still really important to have it be legalized because regulation works.
2: So once again you can visit Olivia at Canabrand.co or Canabrand.us. Correct. US. Correct. And then Warren, where can somebody reach out to uh to Lesden and Associates and you and Michael?
1: Uh, we've got a website and it's just Lesden L E S D O N and Associates dot com and you can reach out to us there. We have our phone numbers, our website, information about the company, some of the some of the services we provide. So um, I just wanted to thank Olivia for tonight coming on because I. This has really been alarming to me. Not so much from. I mean, I, I hate for, for young people to die over something like this, but I think it's just the the political system, the news. It, it, it gets it grabs headlines, and we've got so many smokers out there dying every day, and we don't pay any attention to that. So. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even say I understand it's true. that. Oh uh, yeah, it's like well, we don't pay any attention. to That's been around for since God knows how long, and it's gonna continue. And I'm like, yeah, and we can afford to have 480,000 people die every year of it. This doesn't make sense
2: to me. This it's definitely, definitely an epidemic, yep. if you ask me. So uh, one of the things that we knew, and we're going to be closing right now, is we knew that vapes smelt good. So I'm hoping they can get this thing solved and we <laughs> can keep these good-smelling vapes because, you know, the last thing we want is to be smelling stinky tobacco again, you know. Right. Olivia, thank you so, so much for coming on. To the listeners at home, please feel free to email Michael Warren or me, Uh, You can do that just by clicking the email tab that's located right below our show. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thank you guys for all coming. Thank you, you, Olivia. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope
0: you've enjoyed and learned from this edition of The Michael Saunders Show. Please join Michael and co-host Warren Whitus again next Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an amazing week, and thanks again for listening.